Finn here with the podcast. I just want to mention before you listen to this, there's some uh, audio quality issues. Um, there was like a bad connection or something on the Discord server, and it's it's kind of hard to understand. So I did my best to clean it up, but I understand if you can't listen to it. Uh, I also tried to type out a little bit uh, in the show notes of what you might be trying to understand. So maybe if you follow along with it, you could understand it better. But yeah, hopefully we can get them back on uh, with a better connection next time. But it is what it is. The show must go on. down the street with my sack of tricks no one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks it's the podcast yeah it's the podcast i said i'm walking down the street with my sack of tricks no one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks it's the podcast motherfucking podcast hello and welcome to the podcast today is saturday november 20th 2021 episode 8 with luna kitty i'm your host finn Find our shows here at terraspaces.org and subscribe. And uh, yeah, super excited for this one. I've been actually a Luna Kitty holder. Uh, it was like one of the earlier ones I saw when I was on Nowhere getting my bag of dicks, uh, which is kind of where this this whole podcast thing started. So uh, it's cool to have them on the show. Uh, we got Vinny. How you doing, Vinny? Happy to be here. And we got Bosley. How's it going? Hello. Uh, I'm good. Very happy to be here. Super excited. <laughs> Awesome. So you guys are about ready to launch the next uh, iteration of the Luna Kitty. Uh, why don't you start out, tell us a little bit about that, and then we'll kind of talk about how you guys started the, the project. Yeah, so we're launching Collection 2 in, I think, a few days' time, 26th of November. Collection 2, it's another 256. I mean, if you follow us, our first collection was 256, and then... Collection 2 is 256 as well. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited about it. And uh, yeah, there will be some slight changes to to Collection 2. The way we launched Collection 1 uh, was based a lot around the rarity uh, concept. And then we figured that, yeah, we have a very small collection and every kitty is unique. So we're going to do away with the rarity uh, concept. I think, yeah, we can share a little bit more later. That's cool. I like the story about uh, the year being 2525 and the Earth is uninhabitable and humans are ready to move to the moon and to the moon being the, the popular phrase of the time and everything. That, that's pretty cool. The whole Yalunaki yeah, story. Yeah, it's actually quite funny. We do not have a background story for that. I was just trying to create something for... You know, like uh, something cute and something to do with uh, the moon and the hotel and lunar ecosystem. And then we're like, yeah, uh, we're looking around like, oh, there's nothing. You know, it was really early when we started. We went with earlier uh, NFTs. And then we figured like there's nothing you know, cute and uh, family friendly around. So we like, why don't we do something to do with uh Kids and I'm like, yeah, why not just Luna and, and Kitty and then like, uh, just Luna Kitty trying to get to the moon and that's like how the background the, the, the background story for Luna Kitty started. 
the second collection we're going to to do to do like right after like we were key, you know, once we got to the moon, those are some of the things that uh that's happening on the moon, like you know, some 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 aliens, some uh, extraterrestrial beings and some of the friends that the original Luna Kiri are going to meet on the moon, yeah. So that's like the, it's going to be a long story for the collection too. I mean, we're going to have the isn't it? So I guess you heard it first here. That's cool. I, I like the idea of having a second collection and then kind of learning from that first one and not not uh keep following that rarity thing you kind of see that a lot in some of these projects that like they each one is rare but then they still i mean i guess some some assets are more rare than others but it, i don't know it turns into like a whole convoluted mess sometimes i I kind of like that like yo they're all rare they're all cool like that that's just how it is <laughs> yeah yeah it makes sense if like you know, we have like a uh, one or two thousand piece collection, and then you give them like an uh, element of surprise every time they they win, and then you know, some and others, and then they incentivize uh, the guys to actually want to meet more. But I think for Luna Kidding, because every single piece of work is being uh, drawn manually, it's not a generative art. So we figured that if we only have 256 to uh, then everyone is actually unique. So we don't want to like spend, you know, raise half of the spread, like 456, and then we use 128 and draw like common. And we are restricting the artist's uh, creativity because like, you know, like we want to add something like, can we have this feature? Oh no. That's gonna make it uh, uncommon. It's gonna make it rare. So you actually kind of restrict and limit to what the, the the artist can do. So we figure that we, I think it's better to make use of the two hundred and fifty six uh, uh, slots we have. We don't want to repeat like uh, I will tell you the mistake, but we did for collection one because we said uh, common would have like you know fifty percent of it. Uh, will be common and then um, we sort of restrict that to like you know common means the kiwi doesn't have a lot of uh, accessories around it just the plain kiwi and some people just felt that you know like oh common means like my kiwi is not as interesting but actually I mean that, that is not the case because every piece is is, a, is created by the artist and it's not generative art so yeah so that's where we are going for the uh, collection too. That's cool. I, I didn't even know when I first got mine that it was an epic until I went back and actually looked at it. I just was like, whoa, this one's like all black and like eerie looking. And I was like, I just liked it because it looked cool. And then I, I started like looking more into it and I was like, oh shit, this one's actually got a little, a little rarity to it. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, really nice. I really love the all black one. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of cool ones, and that one, I just keep coming back to that one. Like, I, I really dig it. How was the, the initial Mint experience? You guys used the Nowhere candy machine. Uh, how, how was that, like, getting everything put together for it and, and stuff? 
it was the we are like the first uh candy machine so we are like the the lab rat for Nomia. So they also talk about but the feature is in like a beta stage. When you guys are going with it and like okay you know, we just took a leap of faith with uh uh in the beginning. So we did like a one hour of a whitelist meeting and then after that uh public mean. So giving what is I think there was like a fifteen minutes uh blackout period like there are some issues and then I'm glad that like the normal team uh, managed to, to, to resolve and then we apart from the fifteen minutes breakout I think after that everything was uh, uh, pretty smooth. Yeah. So I think it's good it was a good experience with them and then I think now we are uh, very close to, to nowhere and then well it was a very good uh, a very collaborative uh team member. I think we enjoy working with them yeah. Is it just you two or do you have like others that are involved? We have four. Uh, it's listed on our site. So we have four. Uh so there's uh we also have the together with uh, another artist uh, another community member together. So total four of us. Nice. And you guys are based out of Singapore and Malaysia. That's cool. We just had a, a gentleman from Singapore on the other day uh, for Lunapunks. Oh, Singapore's okay. pretty nice. big in the, the NFT game right now, it seems. That's awesome. I, I really like the uh, the concept of NFT, right? It actually propels a lot of uh, digital artists coming line and ma- manage to uh, showcase and sell their art. Yeah, it's it seems like a way more, and I mean, it's not really intuitive yet uh, until these tools get better. I mean, there are some out there that are fairly easy to use, but you still like need a team, I think, to like really have a successful launch. Uh, but it's cool being able to yeah. get these artists work out there and and having sort of like a certificate of authenticity to it. Like I own this piece of art and, and it has this, this hash associated with it. Like there's a whole cool tech aspect to it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I think one, one part that I just like to add is that, uh, so I have fellow friends that are also getting, getting into NFTs, uh, but they are not doing, uh, they are not doing like large collections or even uh, small collections like us. They are doing like, maybe five pieces of fine art drawing where they do it digitally on uh, Illustrator and put it up onto OpenSea oh, yeah. uh, or any other platform. So uh, so I was trying to, so I was saying this like in the past, uh, they might, hard, they might get it, uh, find it hard to get their work onto the galleries, uh, but right now their galleries are all online and it can be certified real and make it for sale. So. So I was thinking NFT was really like changing the game for the whole landscape. Now with NFT tapping on to DeFi, oh, that's getting even more exciting and all. Yeah, the underlying technology of it is super cool. Like it's way beyond what we're kind of dabbling in here as far as, you know, attaching a, a hash to to artwork and stuff. Like there's a whole logistics side of, of what this could be used for that's way bigger, I think, than, than a lot of, of this. Well, yeah, I agree. Well, yeah, basically for me as well, before this, I wasn't even uh, uh, into like the whole crypto space. And basically what got me into it was just 
like I heard about this uh, NFT and actually it's like a way of uh, in a way like giving recognition and uh, I don't know what, what the whole NFT thing was I just heard about it like oh there's this uh, cool uh, NFT concept where you put it on the, the blockchain and then you are able to give recognition to the artists and then they get royalties from some of the work that they do and I thought like that was really interesting. So that, that was how I I start to do a little bit of research and then uh Bosley is sort of like the local uh influencer here in, in Singapore and in the crypto space. So I think so that was basically how how, how we uh got connected and started the whole uh Luna Kiddy thing. And before that I didn't even own uh, any uh, uh cryptocurrency. So Luna is like my first cryptocurrency. And I'm quite glad I got into it. And it's also because of the whole uh, NFT, uh, NFT concept. So I think it actually brings a lot of people into, into this space. Because like for people like uh, me, I'm not very uh, technically savvy. Yeah, this NFT concept, uh, this is something that I, I can understand yeah, very easily. And now it's just going down the rabbit hole and trying to understand on what's going on like it's probably overwhelming like every day there's new stuff coming out that rabbit hole so, goes yeah. goes very deep <laughs> i'm kind of jealous that you oh. I, I i had to deal with like eth gas fees and all this other ridiculous stuff like you're super lucky you got in on luna and terra uh ecosystem because the like there, it's so much nicer compared to like ETH or BSC or something. And I mean, ETH being the worst, obviously, when you're paying more in gas for the transaction than you are for the piece of art. Like that's that's not great. <laughs> it's not a good experience, you know. Yeah, that's that's quite painful for both the supporters and same for the artists, right? So when they when they list it up, they're also paying a lot of gas fee. Yeah, and I mean, it, obviously, it's not stopping uh, the more popular, bigger projects out there that have you know ridiculously high ETH floors. Because when you're when you're buying something that's you know thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars, like what's a couple hundred bucks in gas? But for the yeah. rest of us that are not able or wanting to even you know spend that much on it, like it's it's hard to to unless you really want to support that artist. And for me personally, like whenever I find an artist on a different block blockchain and I really like their art like not just something that's like oh that's cool but like if if I'm really feeling it like I'll go out of my way to hit them up and be like hey you should consider minting over here on on Terra and like give it a try and you know I figure they may not listen to me cuz who you know I'm I'm not anybody but if enough people tell them that it'll click in their head and then they will be like you know maybe I should come check out this this Terra blockchain thing and then we'll get even more cool artists uh, to to come and use use the the services uh boss lee what was uh what was your first crypto that you got into you're like the the full-time crypto guy over there what what was uh what did you first get into i actually got into i got my first bitcoin in 2015 i but i really didn't know what was i doing i was just buying it because uh it happened to be in uh, silicon valley uh they told me that you can actually pay fee with this this digital currency i just bought one 
so that I can move around and uh, and, move and try to buy some stuff with it. Yeah. So later on, um, I didn't really do anything with it, and uh, in twenty seventeen there was a boom. Uh, I, I actually sold off the Bitcoin. So that was a terrible decision. <laughs> I feel <laughs> but, that. I think everybody uh, so, in this yeah. space has gone through that. Yeah. So fast forward, I think uh, towards the early start of this year, uh, so there was a lot of uh, hype again, at least for the uh, the early adopters, but uh, people who are in the tech scene starts to get involved. Uh, then, uh, So I'm also in the Singapore tech scene. Uh, start to get involved in crypto so i got the first uh dogecoin so so i would say that bitcoin was my first cryptocurrency followed by dogecoin so subsequently uh, i i start to understand more i onboard myself onto a centralized exchange then i discovered luna so luna was kind of like my third cryptocurrency and i went deep into luna so i start to understand how uh, the Luna supply together with uh, UST and uh, how it intends to be the decentralized stablecoin. I find that wow, this is amazing, right? Because uh, stablecoin really changed the game for a lot of us. Uh, then I went deep into the ecosystem. Uh, so I followed through, right? So all the way from February uh, till now, uh, big Luna fan. Uh, so when, uh, when we were planning, uh, or rather, we were coming out with the idea, uh, let's do something in the NFT space. Uh, everyone has a kid in them, Luna Kitty going to the moon and all. Uh, the first place I suggested was uh, Terra. So typically, for anyone coming on board, they will say that, hey, I saw this news, it's all about open sea. Um, should we just go there and everything? No, and then I told them, uh, and that's not the place to go, that's for, <laughs> that will kill you with the gas fee. So just go Luna, strong community over there. Even though if we launch with a small collection, right? I'm sure many will support us if we do a decent job and we always put the community uh, uh, how, how do we, uh, interest up front, right? So whatever we do, we share our uh, wallet address. Uh, we tell them each step of the way, uh, these are the hurdles where we meet or we are gonna, we are gonna overcome it via A. Uh, these are the 10 things that we are gonna do next, right? So that, a holder or even just a supporter right in right in the community group or discord uh, initially we started with telegram uh, you can give a say and we will learn right it, we are not an official DAO but we are always uh, getting feedback uh, from the fellow uh, lunatics so that we know what to do I think just like I think uh, densely mentioned we wanted to do on like telling I think initially we wanted to do with uh, we wanted to go with uh, Tally's Right, I think we wanted to go with Talis, and then uh, it was quite early. I think Talis was the first one that that announced that they they were going to launch a NFT platform first, and then uh, somehow it got delayed. And then uh, yeah, everyone was like quite responsive. And then, but, but I think at the point in time, everyone was like uh, getting like the two projects. That rock, I think the 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 Terra Bats and uh, Terra Waifu, I think. And then people are like, okay, um, a lot of projects are getting around on the platform. Then should we go with it? And then for us, it was like, yeah, should we go with? Or should we wait for Telis? Yeah, but I think 
I think we are quite happy that we can't really know it because I think, yeah, they were, they were giving us a bit of support. I think it was because uh, they got twice and then they basically like have to like yeah, get back, get back, have to like sort of fix the the, the reputation there and then, yeah, they were actually quite, quite helpful. And then, like, the, the Sean from Nowhere was also a big fan of uh, Luna Kiri as well. Nice. Yeah, I've heard that a lot, that uh, people, uh, like, Talus is much more affordable, at least nowadays, with the, the mint prices for using the candy machine. But, like, it's still super buggy. And if you're trying to have a good launch and a good experience for your community, you kind of got to go with the option that's going to offer that experience. And I, I assume, and I know, like, we're super early in all of this, and Talus will eventually get all of their bugs worked out. But for the time being... Like nowhere in random earth certainly offer a cleaner uh, user experience, at least for for communities to come on and like get their mints and their whitelists working and all of that. Yeah, okay. Um, I think that I think that like Terra is currently very early in, in still even for these platforms. Like the community is very small, but I certainly think that. Uh, People from like the Eve will start, you know, moving around and help the the community grow and then with their experience on NFT in in Ethereum chain, and probably they will help when they come over to Terra. They will also help the community and uh, the platform here grow as well. So I think it's quite it's going to be quite 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 good there. So I think for on the Kiwi, actually, I think we at the moment now uh, we've decided also to I think also because of the current uh, NFT market situation, uh, I think it's because the the community there's only so so many projects that uh, that people like. I think. At this moment, we're also thinking that uh, if we should launch the Luna Kiri now, or we should wait for a little bit for the the MFT community to grow bigger. And then I think we uh, sort of uh, committed to to launch uh, the second collection uh, around one month after our first collection. So I think we decided to to launch it anyway. I think this time will be uh, much lower mean price. It's going to be at uh, 30 UST. And maybe the 30 UST is to so, so, uh, pay for the platform fees. I think now uh, there's a minimum platform fees that we have to pay to the to, to, to nowhere. And yeah, that is our main objective to sort of. Uh, Cover the, the platform fees and to really get it there to, to our fans, to our supporters for, for the second collection. Yeah, but we hope that the community will be uh, bigger soon. I think that will be a, a, a healthy thing for, for Terra ecosystem in general. Yeah. I'm scrolling through the 
Luna Kitty X guide, and these are super cool. I, I'm excited for the androids, the spacesuits. These, like, you guys did a really good job with these. Yeah, I think yeah, artists would be really happy uh, to hear that. Well, actually, we just told artists, like, you know, this time was no more reality constraints, so just go on and do your, your best. I think one of the key things that we learned, apart from reality, the other key things that we learned from Ranjil, the first collection, is that it's, it's really good to have someone who knows how to develop smart contracts. And it will give not just I think not in terms of just the utility ways where we can add more utility to the MFT, but it's also things like you know little things that we want to do like uh add a draw or like uh you know to to give random uh, surprises to to the women key holders. It is much easier to have a smart contract uh programmer uh with your team. It's also something that we are Thinking like, you know, either me or Bruce Lee will have to uh, pick up this program ourselves in order to find someone uh, to support us on that. Like, we just did, I think now we're planning for an um, job. So basically, if you are familiar with you mentioned that uh, the relatives that we collected from the secondary sales will be. Will be distributed back to our Luna TV holders. So basically, we did a selection of the wallet and then um, we're going to distribute the variety in this couple of days. And we're going to do it right now. So basically, we're going to like send to 256 wallets one by one. So actually, it's quite painful. So that's also something that we learned. And if you really want to do some um, utility and airdrops, it's good to have a programmer in the team. Yeah. So the artist is one part, they can do the best, uh, try to make it as interesting as possible, and then do other part of the utility needs. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Uh, Vinny's connection was kind of messed up a little bit there, but uh, if you couldn't understand what he was saying, is that they're going to distribute, and uh, you can check it out here on the facts on lunakitty.art. Uh, that they will be distributing the royalties collected from the secondary market sales within 30 days from the release of Collection 1 back to all the Luna Kitty holders. And then uh, the Luna Kitty X, the Collection 2, will be a 30 UST mint. And did you guys, uh, Boss Lee, did you guys have a release date for Luna Kitty X or not yet? Uh, I think we tied down on 26th November. Oh, cool. So like next week. Very cool. It's just the time uh, we, we, we are going to tie down with uh, nowhere again. Yeah, but uh, the date right now tentatively, uh, 26th November. And then I like too, you guys have the in it at the bottom of the uh, facts here about the OG collection holders uh, having some sort of benefits with future projects that you guys are going to launch. Are those going to be in the Luna Kitty genre or are you guys doing like completely different projects? The idea is to have uh, completely different projects, maybe some other mini projects because for the Luna Kitty supply, we try to avoid like 
increasing the the subpenal fluorine kidney. So, so it's really just that uh, lunar kidney standard 256 and 256 lunar kidney will be the the number of lunar kidneys that we will we will uh, release. Yeah, so there'll be like maybe other MFT mini projects that you will be able to to generate more. Uh, revenue and that can be distributed to the Luna TV holders. Yeah. So I I just like to add um so add on to uh, V. So correct uh so could be another collection uh because I see that uh no intern capital very cool group right. So you also have just now we also talk about uh, having the de developers coming uh, on board. Just like to take this opportunity to also share with everyone. Uh, now we are also thinking of uh, where the NFT can be sort of uh, evolved. Uh, so I'm just taking this opportunity to ask uh, if there is anyone that's listening and uh, yeah, and you're deaf and interested to come on board and think what we are doing uh, is, uh, of your interest. Then uh, we we love to hear from you. you. Can come over to our Discord or DM us directly. Nice. Yeah. And we'll, we'll put links to the, the discord server and everything in the show notes when we post this episode and we'll definitely holler on Twitter and see if there's uh, any interns free that want to come do some Luna Kitty development. We'll get you a job posting up there too. Uh, what, what other projects are you guys into? Like, are you holding any NFTs currently or are there launches that you're looking forward to yourselves just as like collectors or. Right. Right. And space toads, I think. Then I have, uh, I'm still waiting for a good chance to get a GP. I missed the moon, like, on the day itself. Like, oh, that was one of the biggest regrets. I didn't get a, a Galactic Punk. So I have a lot of space toads. I like Galactic Punk. And then uh, I'm a big fan of the, the Galactic Punk project. And what the team is uh, doing. Luna will have one as well. Thinking we should get uh, Styler, but Styler, no, I don't get the the art, but the map looks uh, pretty awesome to me. So maybe I'll get one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I myself own Luna Kitty, but I also uh, have some red toad and uh, looking take one of the, uh, to purchase one of the uh, Galactic Punk. Uh, in fact, uh, a lot of what we uh, do, or uh, we are trying to learn from Galactic Punk, right, where they also, uh, I see them engaging a lot with the community, uh, getting feedback and making changes. Uh, so that's what we, we want to do. Uh, so they are like kind of like a role model. Uh, another thing is, uh, I think on our end, uh, we need to be, uh, I think this part we need to improve. One of the things that we did not do well, I think, still is uh, we are not moving fast enough. So after we get feedback, we will always uh, we don't execute immediately because we need to run through some brainstorming, right? So I think that because we have a small team, uh, so that we need to improve. Uh, otherwise, uh, I really like uh, GP, uh, both for their uh, NFT and the way that they are running the whole show. Yeah, it's interesting to watch the different communities and how they handle uh, changes and uh, people giving them constructive criticism. And then even when 
FUD comes in. Like you can definitely tell a lot about a community by the way they handle that sort of stuff. And the the ones that stick around and have like the really strong vibe seem to to handle it the best. I got started on Terra in the the bag of dicks. I think Luna Loot was like, "Hey, you like this kind of stuff? Check out these bag of dicks." And I was like, "They're dick NFTs. That's fantastic." So I bought them and then kind of like found uh, other things on on Nowhere, which uh, includes the Luna Kitties. Uh, and then I got a bunch of space toads, of course, and some Gucci's. Had to get the Gucci's. <laughs> uh, got some turtles. Got some uh, the poppin' puffins. I got the puffins. I really like their art. Uh, I, I vibe with that that graffiti kind of style. I really enjoy. And then I actually just last night I got myself a fuck the sec. Uh, I didn't even know anything about them. I was just looking on Nowhere and looking on Random Earth and happened to come across them on the launch pad. And I was like, huh, what is this? And usually, like, for me, if if they're over two or three Luna, like, I really have to like the project and like the art and stuff. But if it's, like, under, you know, a Luna or something and it's got a cool idea like that, I'll get one just to see what it's about. And then I can just rationalize my NFT addiction by saying it's research for the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, those, those are pretty cool. I got the waves. I got rugged by waves with the rest of everybody else. And then uh, they propped up a new community called the beach house, which I thought was cool. Like the, the community's kind of taking over that project since the main devs took off. So that, that'll be interesting to see what the community ends up doing with it. Just being like a fully community run thing. Oh, okay. And then, uh, yeah, I never got galactic punks. I had one for like 10 minutes and then, uh, a friend of mine like really wanted it and offered me uh, more Luna than I should have probably gotten for it. And I was like, okay, it's yours. And then uh, I did get myself a, a Luna Punk, though, which I really enjoy. And I thought those were really cool because they're tied to your wallet address. So it's generated on chain. So each one is different according to what your address is. So I, I thought that was kind of a cool idea. I hadn't really seen that a whole lot in the space. And then uh, I'm looking forward to intergalactic planetary because I like the idea of being able to craft your own planet in this little galaxy that they made and uh, being able to to make changes and commit those changes to your NFT and stuff like they I think they have a really cool system set up. Uh, but yeah, man, there's so many projects. <laughs> it's really hard to keep track of, especially like I got a kid and a day job and all this other stuff going on. So it's it's definitely a an endurance test to to keep up with them all. I do like to tell that you know, I forgot to mention that that one is pretty cool as well. Yeah, I've actually I've been, been in the the Terran. I'm uh on one of the teams they're doing note keeping for them so like every day i'll check in and like update their notion for them <laughs> for the maxis i'm a maxi in training and then i liked the idea terraformers uh, we had him on the show one of our first episodes and his utility in the nfts is kind of based on the chart for luna so like certain 
certain classes are like a plus 20% or a minus 20%. And then depending on what Luna finishes at the end of the month, like whoever's holding those particular NFTs get the kickbacks from, from the pool, which I thought was an interesting idea, kind of tying the chart to the NFTs and making people, I guess, collect based on how they think the token is going to do, if that makes sense. So like if, if they think Luna is going to go up 20% by the end of the month and they don't have any of those 20% uh, NFTs, it'll make them hit that secondary market possibly and try and get some so that their, you know, their, their bets, I guess, for lack of a better term are, are, are in. Yeah. So there's a bit of uh, a bit of element of speculation. So like gamify the LFT in a way. Yeah, it's like fantasy yeah. football almost, but with like NFTs and a chart instead of like a football team or something, I guess. <laughs> it's just DGen gambling. We're we're all just DGens gambling, that's all. <laughs> so the question for um so we, we talk about NFTs, right? So it's it's all about uh, having a graphic and all uh, so just now, I, I did not mention, I actually collect another type of NFT. Uh, I like to collect .ust, the domain name. Oh, that's DNS interesting. I've, I've got so a few of those. That's, yeah. I haven't heard anybody uh, mention that yet in all the shows we've done so far. And like the NFTs people mentioned, nobody's mentioned the .usts. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, I, I really like, in fact, I have five of those. .ust <laughs> after this. Yeah, I got Terraspaces UST and I got Finturn.ust. And then I think I got the Jamhole.ust just because that's my other podcasts. But uh, so, so I got the .ust, uh, TNS. Uh, one, one thing is uh, I, I'm really bitch about Luna. So I think uh, it will eventually be the dominant uh, stable, stable coin. Uh, so next time it could be a chance that hey, if I want to send uh, you uh, some UST, I'll just send it to finton.ust, right? So I'm just bullish about that. That's why. I yeah, especially if they the, make it work as well as like the dot the uh, dot ETH addresses, and especially, and I doubt I know they've said that they're not going to, but like you, did you see the ENS airdrop that happened? And like some people yeah. got a pretty fat stack of change just from having one of those dot ETH addresses or having two or three of them. Uh, that's super crazy. The, the airdrop, right? The ENS airdrop was super crazy. And if you hold it, wow. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. It makes me kind of jealous. Yeah. I, I don't know any of that, but the airdrop for owning a UST as well, like something dot UST. Do you get a drop? Will we get a drop ever? Not sure. Uh, so never really heard anything from the team, but I just wanted to share that uh, the ENS airdrop, right? So it's very big. Um, there's another interesting thing is uh, you might going a little bit away from the topic, but uh, if you compare them, uh, not a direct comparison, but you if you want a reference point, you can actually look at uh, GoDaddy, right? So how successful or rather how big GoDaddy is valuation at 12 billion market cap so that was why uh, after the airdrop was being released the market uh, price was able to go up because they were comparing if to or rather dot if 
GoDaddy, yeah. And then cool, quickly, cool. quickly learned that that wasn't the right comparison as it nosedived. Yeah. <laughs> and he went back down. Oh, where is it sitting at now? Is it still down around 40? Uh, 46. Yeah. I feel like the, the TNS team said on Twitter that they weren't going to do an airdrop, but I'm not sure. Like, don't quote me on that. Because I, I think a bunch of people were asking them when the ENS one happened, and so I think they they may have mentioned that they were not going to be doing that. But who knows? I mean, I don't think the ENS team knew they were going to do that when they were first releasing it. You know? Yeah. I didn't know it was going to so, happen. Um, I just thought having a .dot eth address was cool back in like twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. I was like, I'll get one shit. <laughs> I wish I would have got more <laughs> in hindsight. <laughs> oh, man. Some of those cats got a fat stack, and they dumped that chart just aggressively. <laughs> Boss Lee, you guys are going to have the, the mint come out on Nowhere for the, the second generation? Yes, yes. It will be on Yeah, it will be on Nowhere. That will get listed on the secondary market on Random Earth. Yeah. Nice. Well, I think we had to fill up. I think we try to get in touch with the admin and web platform, right? Yeah. Those figuring out, like, what was the best way to get in touch with Random Earth? It can be quite busy sometimes. Yeah, that's something we keep hearing is some of them are very, not very responsive. And I get it, like, if you don't have a lot of devs, like, the devs you do have are super busy, and you're not trying to yeah. onboard a whole bunch of new projects. So, like, I totally get it. It just, as a project, like, it probably sucks to deal with, you know, if you're trying to, like, launch your, your mint and stuff, and, like, no one will get back to you. Yeah. I hit up Nowhere, and they got back to me about a mint, and it was super expensive. And I never hit up Random Earth, and Talus was the only one that got back to me. But again, like the, I kind of, I kind of don't want to do that yet because uh, I, I want to see them get their site and stuff a little more smoothed out uh, before before we do a mint on there. I really uh, liked what Hippie did on LunaPunks.io, and he just kind of made his own mint. And obviously, like, I don't have the skills to do that. Like, I kept bugging him to open source it so that the rest of us could do our own. But he said he might do that, so that would be pretty cool. But, yeah, un unless you know how to code or have the time to, to learn that stuff and do it yourself, like, you are pretty much at the mercy of the, the markets and the current mints that are out there. I mean, it's like a minimum platform fee and where it's not cheap. Yeah, and especially I mean, yeah. if you're trying to do a smaller mint, like it makes you have to charge more, which is harder on the community. It's like, yo, we just want to get this art out there and not have to, you know, sell a kidney to do it. <laughs> but, but, I'm just looking at it's live on minting. Yeah, super clean. And then, uh, yeah, it's not out yet. Uh, he's doing whitelist passwords uh, in his Discord. Um, but yeah, I think it launches at uh, one of the specified block height. I, I forget what number it is, but sometime in December. Oh, okay. Yeah, password to, to mean that. Hmm, it's cool. Yeah, and he's he hands them out in the Discord. I think there's a form uh, you can fill out 
and then uh yeah once a week he goes through and like sends them out it's a good way of like stress testing the mint and the code i think instead of releasing it all at once kind of you know get five people here 10 people there 20 people here kind of see how it how the server handles it pretty cool yeah and it's not i think it's not that expensive it's only one moon right yeah one moon in translation fee yeah it's quite cool yeah and that was his thing he missed the galactic or he missed the the crypto punks and the other punks so he's like i'm gonna just make some punks that like everyone can have (laughs) which i i respect i think that's a really cool vibe I am looking forward to your guys' launch, lunakitty.art. Definitely make sure to follow these guys on Twitter, and we'll get you in their Discord uh, with links at terraspaces.org. Is there anything else you guys want to mention before we wrap this up? Uh, We really appreciate this opportunity to talk to you, and uh, we also learned (laughs) uh, some new stuff. Uh, I really hope that guy is going to open source his code so that otherwise uh, a lot of uh, artists... uh, they have an opportunity to launch their own, uh, might not be at the market forces, right? They can just uh, fork, a, fork a GitHub and uh, just do something on their own. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. I keep bugging him to make me a simple WordPress plugin because <laughs> I'm not a coder, but <laughs> I can get a plugin awesome. working, yeah. you know? Like I can do that much at least. <laughs> But yeah, he's super cool. I'll have to put you guys in touch and uh, see if we can all work together and get something like that out. Because I think the people need an easier way to mint that they don't. They can just kind of do on their own without necessarily having to like learn how to code a whole contract and everything. So I think there's a need for it. But yeah, you guys are awesome. I definitely appreciate you coming on. Definitely check out their launch coming around November 26th. And uh, yeah, lunakitty.art. It'll be minting on Nowhere nowhere.art check it out we'll have links in the show notes over here at the podcast on terraspaces.org for terraspaces and intern capital i'm your host finn it's been a pleasure and we'll talk to you next time have a great week check both belts yo we're locked and loaded coming through to test y'all works of foldings like the motherfucking past ain't relevant selling these cats on the same old developments folks hacked into the housing projects never even known what it's like to prosper fuck that y'all i thought this was america marinating in the raw bold is our character the fight that's ahead shit it won't be easy it's like the mpp got people greedy that's the narrative of perpetual progression and it's civilization's darkest lesson don't take it from me look the fuck around and know what to look for before it goes down and Know what you're good for when they come to your town. Cross that threshold and get drunk the fuck out. Check out the tech, check, check, check out the tech, check out the technique. Check out the tech, check, check, check out the tech, check out the technique. Check out the rhythm. Check out the tech, out the technique. Check out the tech, check out the tech, out the technique. Better farm your land or it'll get farmed for you. Big farm, I farm hemp the greed's loyal. It's all in these documents I bring forward. The nobles are obviously in league with big oil. When we release the lease on these resources, we'll need, of course, a briefcase and three sorcerers. Complete with Greek sources and people to pull the trigger when I give these orders. Struggling a while with these disorders. Chaotic neutral, but still wishing he was in orbit. Stonks only go up when did 
this shit become do or die Viva Elon Musk will be my battle cry I mean somebody's gotta lead the artists Into battle when we finally defeat the bosses Level up shit and shift the wealth And make sure you keep a little bit for yourself Check out the tech, tech, tech. Check out the tech, check out the technique Check out the tech, check out the technique Check out the rhythm Walking down the street with my sack of tricks No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks It's the podcast Yeah, it's the podcast I said I'm walking down the street with my sack of tricks No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks It's the podcast Motherfucking podcast <laughs>